0: Good morning and happy Saturday and welcome to Chakras and Cuss Words. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, there's been such a bunch of supporters who have just been devoted listeners and thank you so much. So today I want to talk about the online learning um, and basically COVID. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you guys that um, I'm just going to go off of how I feel what I see, and not necessarily data that's pulled from the health department or from county officials or from um, local school districts. So you might hear my bulldog in the background. He's heavy breathing. But um, so let's jump into it. So right now I'm in the Central Valley of San Joaquin uh, County and we are considered a hot spot. We are on Gavin Newsom's uh, list where he is monitoring our uh, activities. And I'll be surprised to tell you that I honestly thought by the end of August, we would be back in a full shelter in place because at the beginning of our peak, our numbers were skyrocketing. Um, our ICUs are still impacted. Our adult ICUs are very impacted. Um, with the hospitals out here. I have noticed though that I feel that the numbers and this is coming from an emergency room perspective, I feel that the numbers have almost began to stabilize that we are still having covid cases. Yes, there are still deaths of covid, but it not is this huge 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 influx that we were first seeing. In the beginning of the month and while many people are still very reluctant to sending the kids to school which in all honesty I am for the mass population of children I feel they should not be sent to school and they should continue to do online learning but there's a special population of children who are not going to be able to learn via online learning who won't successfully complete a school year. And these are the kids with learning disabilities, and these are the kids who have been diagnosed with um, ADHD, autism, dyslexia, um, reading comprehension limitations, just the list goes on and on. And while we clustered all these kids into one group of students, We left out the kids who have special limitations and need more resources. And I know it sounds like that's probably a little bit maybe unfair. Some parents would say, well, how come these kids need more resources compared to other kids? And the fact is they just do. Um, There is a huge amount of children who are not traditional learners, who use the school district's special education resources. These kids are not going to be able to learn via computer or Zoom or whatever it is. They need to actually have a relationship with a teacher, a relationship with an educator, something where they are learning in a more structured environment. And I feel like for these children, we should have been able to come up with a better plan out here in California, especially out here in San Joaquin County. We should have been able to come up with something that prepared us to prepare them for this year. Because putting these children in front of a computer with a teacher on the other side and telling them what pages to do in their workbook and explaining the lessons is not justified. There's not that many deaths of children. And I know that sounds horrible and we don't want the children to get sick or to die. But we have to realize that their education is just as important. Especially with kids with learning disabilities. There's so much behind just the disability. Their self-esteem, their confidence, their just focus to improve everyday activities. So I was a child who grew up with learning disabilities. I think I got diagnosed when I was about um, maybe, uh, maybe like pretty early, like second grade, third grade. Um, I was in and out of the special resource class all through elementary school. And I would say I still struggle with it. As many of you who follow me can see that sometimes my posts have misspelled words, my sentences aren't complete, um, I kind of lose track of what I'm trying to say, or I have a hard time comprehending um, certain, certain things, or I can't just read a book and stay focused. And I have basically been struggling through this my whole life. So nursing school was incredibly hard for me. I had to read it. I had to write it. And I had to speak it. So for me, doing the podcast made sense. Because I feel like I'm able to get out what I need to say better with speech in comparisons to writing. So that's why I gravitated to a podcast versus Of blog. Um, I'm a very visual learner. I have to see it, I have to do it for me to fully comprehend it. Um, That's just the way I've always been. So I could not imagine my younger self being stuck in this pandemic, sitting behind a computer or only doing worksheets. I literally would fail. And I feel that we are failing our children right now. It just doesn't make sense that we can have major league baseball, the NBA, corporate stores open, Costco, friggin uh Nordstroms. I mean, we are able to have all this social interaction but we can't provide the fundamentals of special education for the children who need it the most. I fully agree that maybe we should not open up the schools completely. I fully agree with that. But what I'm saying is for the children who already have limitations, we have to do something better than a Zoom fucking meeting. It's ridiculous to think that our kids are going to learn. They don't even learn from traditional education and now we're putting them in front of a fucking computer for four hours? If you talk to a mom who has a child with learning disabilities, you will see that they struggle in normal traditional schooling. They literally struggle every day. These are not the kids who get it right away. These are not the kids who get the easy A's or the B's. These are the kids who strive for the C's. These kids need something more than a Zoom meeting. And at what fucking point are we going to put our children first besides money and greed? It has come to the point where all we do is justify all our actions by what makes money in this country. Our educational system is not making money. It does not get the money it deserves. The teachers aren't getting as paid as they deserve. And it's just this huge cluster of creating people who continue to stay At a point of where they cannot achieve goals, where they cannot achieve success, because we just put them there. We have decided that if their district is not willing to pay because they don't get enough money, we just let them suffer. And it's sad. So I definitely think we need way more educational resources for our special needs children, definitely during this pandemic. We cannot continue to allow them to suffer. For the most part, I will say that the last few weeks in the emergency room has been very still busy, but it hasn't been to the point where I felt that I was drowning, and I felt that we wouldn't be able to get back into a rhythm, um, that we were just being shoved out there with no lim- resources. They have gotten us travelers. Um, most of the hospitals have um, started to, I see, feel like um, stabilize a better plan. We are still full. We are still at capacity, but it feels more organized. Um, So maybe that's why I feel like the numbers are more stable. I would say that the fear of COVID has not left. Um, I don't want to get COVID. I've already explained this before. But I fucking feel that so many of us are holding on to this what if. And there's so many what ifs. Um multiple what ifs can happen um, I know that the recovery for covid is is definitely more than the death, but there are a large amount of people who get extremely sick and have lifelong complications, so it is nothing that we need to just frolic in. We still need to social distance. We still need to take um, precautionary measures to prevent the spread, but there are people that have to continue to work, who have to continue to put themselves out there. So those what ifs are being conquered. So I feel that for the kids with special needs, we need to conquer some of our what ifs. What if my child gets COVID? What if a teacher gets COVID? We have to really conquer that and get beside a plan to help these kids. And I'm not talking about the whole amount of children. I'm just talking about the ones who really need better educational resources. So I would suggest writing your local district superintendents or local board educators or people in charge of special needs and try to put it out there that these children need more resources. They need something besides an online class. We continue to tell people who have disabilities that they can achieve whatever they want. Well, we have to give them that. We have to give them the resources so they can. Um, I remember being a child with a learning disability and thinking, I was so fucking stupid. <laughs> I still as an adult think, I'm so fucking stupid. But um, I just remember feeling very... Uh, isolated from my peers because of it. But I know that extra resource that I had, that my school was able to provide me, that one-on-one attention with a teacher who was familiar with kids who learned like I did, made a huge difference. Because she basically taught me how to learn how to comprehend what I needed to comprehend, and how to be able to teach myself. Because the teachers in a classroom of 20 weren't cutting it. And that's the fucking truth. So thank you everybody for listening. Definitely I would like to bring more awareness to... The children with the disabilities and getting them some more education that's more customized to their learning abilities um, I had to jump off and put in my conclusion at the end because I had to bring my dog inside so um, he was diagnosed with cancer last week um, it's definitely something that is extremely hard for us as a family to go through. Um, I'm doing more of a holistic approach. I've decided not to put him through chemo and radiation. Um, I am doing the Rye Diet and, uh, you know, more of CBD and just a more natural way for him to hopefully get through the last months of the cancer. So I will do a blog on it, maybe in a few weeks or um, a podcast on what I've done for him. But right now it's just too painful to even kind of talk about because there's still so many uncertainties. So when I feel that I'm ready to talk about Marshall, I will devote um, a podcast to it. And I just want to thank you guys so much for the support. Um, As many of you guys know that um, speaking up and advocating for ones is something that I do have a passion for. Um, Nursing is... Um, My passion so is um, helping people through hard circumstances and this pandemic has put on very many hard, horrible circumstances for many of us and I just don't want to see the kids with special disabilities um, suffer through this anymore. Um, So thank you guys for listening. To chakras and cuss words, and follow me on my new podcast Instagram, chakras dot cusswords, or you can follow me on my personal Instagram, CallieCat One Four Three underscore. Everybody have an amazing day. Bye.